Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast. I am your host Kate Hamilton. So today is an exciting day for me. It is the 1st of September and I have just got all three children to school. So I have a quiet house and for the first time I can actually sit down at my kitchen table during the daytime and record this podcast. So up until now I've been doing it at kind of you know 10 or 11 o'clock at night when everyone's asleep which has been a bit of a nightmare but or I've been kind of hiding up in the attic and trying to get it done while Dave keeps the kids downstairs staying quiet so you know proper mom problems but they are back to school they're all happy and I have a quiet house which is absolutely amazing so today I'm feeling super super grateful and also as a teacher um, who is on a career break this week would have been the week that I would have been back to school so my children are back to school and I'm not and it's the first time in 15 years that I've ever experienced that probably actually the first time ever in my life because I went from school to secondary school to college and straight into a teaching job so this is the beginning of um of a new lifestyle for me this year and I'm really really excited and just feeling extra grateful um today and yesterday really just um, so enjoying it yes I just thought I'd say that so feeling a little bit more relaxed here sitting in sunshine at my kitchen table so anyway what it is episode eight today and what I'm going to discuss today is tracking calories so before I get going on like how to do that and what what I what I recommend I just want to say that tracking calories is not for everyone okay it depends on your goals it depends on your current situation and it depends on your current habits and it depends on your background and your relationship with food also so um but if you're a beginner and you want to get healthier you want to lose a bit of body fat um and you want to start tracking your calories what i would say to you first of all is go back and listen to episode seven on my episode on overwhelm where i give this continuum of a healthy lifestyle and the different habits that you really need to have in place before you start even start thinking about tracking calories and um, so what there's, there's five particular habits that i i believe you really need to get down before it's going to be possible for you to be able to stick to tracking the calories so that is rest and recovery so making sure you're getting the best possible sleep that you can obviously depending on your child situation at home but as best you can and um, eating plenty of whole foods okay so instead of just launching straight into tracking calories if you start introducing more whole foods into your diet and start crowding out some of the junk food and the crap rather than like depriving yourself of anything you just start getting into the habit of eating more you know lean protein um wholemeal bread and pasta brown rice potatoes plenty of fruit vegetables you know things like that getting more of that into your diet even just as your diet is just adding them in but rather than taking anything away would kind of be the next step so making whole foods part of your your everyday life um then daily movement so number three daily movement also extremely important so if you work at a desk or you know you're you've quite a sedentary lifestyle um even a 10 minute walk every day we need to just start getting those steps up a little bit and moving your body every single day because your body needs to be walked like a dog you need to be walked every day not it doesn't have to be anything extreme but your body needs to move a bit so that habit needs to be put in place and um, hydration so some people i know literally live all day on caffeine monster drinks that kind of stuff you need to get some
some water into you okay so what and um, that's a habit that can be built so what i would say when it comes to water is you're aiming for two liters a day but start out small start out with one pint of water a day add to it as you can you know carry a two liter bottle or a one liter bottle of water around with you for the day or um if you're at home have a pint of water on the counter as you're kind of going around the place and just make an effort to be like i'll drink a pint of water before i have my breakfast and then maybe you'll drink another pint before you have your lunch not to have all that two liters all in one go because that wouldn't be good for your body either so trying to spread it out if that's an absolute deal breaker for you and you will not drink anything if you have to drink water i would say put a tiny drop of my wadi in because it's, you're better to be hydrated than not having any of it at all but do try even to introduce one glass of water and then get the rest of your fluids from my wadi and kind of build from there because obviously water is going to detox you as well and just keep everything um, nice and smooth and also if you're having lots of whole foods and you're filling up on lots of vegetables and lots of fiber and uh, last thing you want is not enough water to help move that through you so um definitely an important one and then organization is the fifth one so you need to organize yourself before you start tracking calories. So we're talking planning what meals you're going to have each day. And uh, you don't need to actually prep the meals in advance. That's fine. Like I have three children at home and quite often I have a Spanish student here too. So I'm usually cooking for six people. So I cook a dinner every day and there's never any leftovers. So I can't have leftovers for lunch or leftovers the next day. So it's a dinner a day. So I plan out what for seven dinners, go do a big grocery shop and have everything organized for the week. Those five habits are so important to get in place. Okay. It, once you have those in place, you should be ready to start tracking your calories if that's what you want to do. Okay. Um, calories in versus calories out is important when it comes to losing body fat, but it's not that simple. Okay, if, if it was, everyone would do it. Um, people tend to trip up. So like a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of you listening might have actually tried to track calories before, got really overwhelmed and given up and thought this isn't for me. And I'm telling you now the reason is because you need to get those habits in place. So I'll just keep stressing that those five habits, rest and recovery, whole foods, daily movement, hydration, organization start working on them and you'll actually be surprised especially if you're at the very beginning of your journey you'll be so surprised how much of a difference that might actually make and you'll be putting yourself in a calorie deficit without even realizing it and you'll start to lose body fat you'll start to notice changes in your energy levels and um, changes in your motivation as well as you start to feel better you're going to want to do it more so it that's the starting point you're going to feel better you're going to build from there and then we're going to look at portion control so when we do look at portion control it does not have to be counting calories there's loads of other ways that you can do portion control so for example hand portions okay so hand portions aren't just a wild guess the thing that's great about hand portions is your own hands are personal to your body okay so they're in good proportion to your body so what the hand portions are okay so a hand portion of protein is a palm so a palm sized if you're watching me on video you'll see me circling my palm a palm sized um portion of protein okay um carbohydrates is a cupped handful so a cupped handful of carbohydrates um a uh, fat is a thumb so one thumb not just a thumbnail like the full thumb sized um, portion of fat and then vegetables would be fistfuls of vegetables so it would be recommended for for most women that it would be one to two 
portions of each. So one to two portions of protein with each meal, one to two portions of carbohydrates with each meal, and one to two portions of fat with each meal, depending on hunger levels. Depend, see, because it's obviously very, very personal to you. It depends on height, it depends on weight, it depends on activity levels, it depends on age. All of these factors come into play. So it's really, really important to realize that if you're going with hand portions without working with a coach, you're going to have to listen to your hunger levels and go from there. Um, but it's a nice, easy way to do it because you can do it when you're eating out. You don't actually have to physically put the food into your hands, but that it, it's a great way to measure out what you're having, you know, that you can visually even look at the plate and be like, yeah, that's about a tongue, that's about a pan. Uh, so one to two, depending on hunger levels. Uh, men would be different, but um, when I'm talking, I'm talking to the ladies. So we'll just focus on that. And um, the other way you can do it as well, which is a nice kind of way to start as well, is eating slowly and mindfully. Okay, so that is sitting down at your table for each meal. So setting proper meal times, because especially us busy mums, we're always literally shoving things in our face on the go, or we're eating bits of our kids' food, we're eating in the car. And so it's really, really important to just set these meal times, okay? Your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or whatever way it works out, maybe you have little mini meals, depends on your day. Um, and sit and actually eat it without any distraction. Eat slowly. So don't let yourself get to the stage of hunger that you have to shove it down, okay? You want to make sure that you're not feeling hungry. And when you do sit down, that you're eating slowly so that you can feel how full you are. If you're looking to lose body fat, you're going to eat till you're about 80% full. You're full, you're satisfied, but you don't feel like you need to lie down afterwards. Okay. If you're looking to maintain your weight, you're going to eat until you're 100% full. You're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. If you're looking to build, if you're looking to gain weight, then you're going to try and eat to about 120% full. So when you're full, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to have another few spoons. So um, especially us Irish, like we have this mindset where we have to finish everything on um, our plate. I remember like my grandmother, my mother is still like that. Um, that it's like finish everything on your plate. It's all going to go it's such a waste. But at the end of the day, like we don't need to be finishing everything on our plate. And as we get more aware of how much we need to eat, you'll actually put less on your plate then. So you won't end up wasting that much food if it is something that you're concerned about. But and um, so it's a nice way to start um, it would be with the slowly and mindful eating, then maybe trying some hand portions. And if you are ready then and you are looking for something a little bit more accurate, then I would say calorie counting is the way to go. Again, now I, I'm stressing this. It's not for everyone. If you have a history of disordered eating or eating disorders or, or anything like that it is probably not the way to go and definitely something to discuss with your doctor before you would go down that route but that maybe this the trusting your body and mindful eating might be a better way to go or hand portions but um if that you're new to it and you would like to try calorie counting i'm going to take you through what i would recommend anyway okay so um Although it's more accurate, calorie counting is not perfect. It's still estimating. So um, there is there's always a certain amount of estimation, unless we're going for exact medical tests and, you know, all of that. Your, where your calories are being calculated by your height, your weight, your sex, your activity levels, your age. So it's an estimation. Obviously, everyone's body is different. It's, and the more muscle you have on your body, the more calories you're going to burn. So you 
actually be able to eat more and lose weight. So it's all about experimenting with. So you're, you're going to get a starting amount of calories and you'll start there. You'll see how your body responds to it, see how your hunger levels respond to it. And then you're going to bring them slightly up or slightly down based on how you're feeling. It is literally like an experiment and you're learning as you go. You're taking feedback from your body and going from there. So it's actually, it can be a really interesting, worthwhile experience just to learn a little bit about your own body and about your own eating habits. So, but it's also important to say that you shouldn't see calorie counting as something that you have to do forever. It's not something you have to do forever. You have a particular goal in mind. You might decide to stick with calorie counting until you reach that goal. You might decide to stick with calorie counting for three months. If your goal is quite far away, you might take a little break after the three months. Um, and just focus on some mindful eating and then get back to it after a few weeks to give yourself a break from it. Um, but that when you give yourself a break from it, that you're taking the habits that you've learned rather than falling off the wagon and getting into a binge cycle and falling back to old habits, that when you do stop tracking for a while, that you're going to take what you've learned and kind of, exp again, experimenting what that feels like to do without knowing exactly. So just by visually knowing kind of how much of everything you have, that um you you might you don't need to to weigh and measure and track everything but when you're starting out you're going to set it for a specific amount of time and get going with weighing measuring tracking like i said you do for three months six months 12 months however long but it's not for life and it shouldn't be something that makes you miserable and uh, feeling restricted okay it should be the opposite um, so let me just see what I was saying next. Okay, so as I'm recording this now, okay, it's September 2022, and this is what I recommend. Okay, it does change, so I will update this as as necessary. So um, I would say use My Fitness Pal. So My Fitness Pal is an app. You'll get it on the Play Store or the Apple Store. Is that what it's called? I don't have an Apple phone. Um, I'm an Android person. So, uh, but either way, My Fitness Pal. It's like one of the most downloaded apps. You'll find it straight away, um, and you can download it. It's free. There is a premium version, but there is no need for you to get the premium version. The premium version is more for athletes and people who need to be a little bit more specific. So, the free version is perfect. There is talk of changes to what we're actually going to have access to on the free version. Um, but at the minute you have access to everything you need if that changes I'll do another podcast on it and recommend it. like there are there is talk so I'm kind of looking at other things to see what I can recommend to keep things free because I don't think it's something that we need to be paying for so I will keep you updated if there's if there's any changes on that but um, yes free version so when you download the app it's going to ask for all of your details okay so it's important that you put these details in accurately okay so your height if you don't know what height you are get someone to measure you okay so that you do know your weight get step on the scales it's and i don't want you to put any emotional attachment to it you just step on those scales see what the number is and type it into into my fitness pal okay it's just needed it's data rather than anything that we're emotionally attaching to it's just something we need to get started um, it'll ask you whether you're male or female um, your age don't lie about your age it's really important um, and um, activity levels I think it asks you about your activity levels now the most important thing with my fitness pal is you see I don't recommend my fitness pal for calculating your I don't trust them for calculating your calories properly in the sense that it's always a little bit lower if you are working with a coach ask them to put their calorie to, to if they haven't already to give to calculate your calories for you 
Um, most coaches will have already done that. And if that's the case, whatever calories you've been given by your coach, that's what you need to put manually into MyFitnessPal rather than what they give you, okay? If you are letting MyFitnessPal calculate these for you, it's going to give you an option of how much weight do you want to lose. So it'll give you half a pound a week, a pound a week, a pound and a half a week, and two pounds a week, okay? Now, I have fallen trapped to this over the years so many times. I'm like, oh, two pounds a week, obviously, you know? Do not click two pounds a week. It is not sustainable. It's going to give you something ridiculous like 1,200 calories. Nobody can survive on 1,200 calories, particularly if you're gonna be adding in the other healthy habits of movement and exercise, which is what I'm highly recommending. And if you are a busy mum or a busy professional or both listening to this, you're going to need more energy than 1200 calories. So please do not fall into this trap. You're setting yourself up for failure. I would like you to put in half a pound a week. Okay. And I promise you, if you put in half a pound a week on my fitness pal, you will lose more than that. Okay. If you stick to those calories seven days a week, you will lose body fat 100% half a pound a week is going to give you a much more realistic calorie total that you can stick to you only need to be in a few hundred calorie deficit to be making a difference and keeping in mind as you're swapping out processed food for whole foods your body is going to be responding better to it your body composition is going to be changing and it's just it's going to make a huge difference so please 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 half a pound a week is what you're going to put into my fitness pal trust me i promise you and um, you'll be glad of it so it's, they just shouldn't be very low. If you're, you're doing this on your own, you don't have a coach and you're unsure of your calories after you put it into MyFitnessPal, please do, do DM me and I can, I can give you some advice on it, no problem. Um, okay, so I just want to turn my page on my notebook. Okay, so once you have that setting set in, you should have a daily calorie total. For example, when I am losing when i'm looking to track my calories and i want to lose a bit of body fat i am at about at the minute 64 kg i'm five foot six i'm 64 kg if i want to lose body fat i will track at 1800 calories now that's not to say you should be on 1800 calories it depends on your own details but my point is that yeah i'm about 64 kilos about 142 143 pounds so 10 stone two or three somewhere i'm always about somewhere between 10 stone and 10 stone five is usually where i'm at i'm five foot six and i'm on 1800 calories and i will lose body fat on that so when you're looking at your calorie totals they shouldn't be massively low now obviously if you're shorter than i am and you're less active than i am your your calories might be a little bit lower but they should not be down at, at about 1200 so if you're not sure please do message me i'm happy to help um Okay, so then once you have your calorie total, you're kind of good to go. Um, what you'll click on down the bottom, I think it's the, the updated version is down the bottom anyway. I think for some people it might be up the top. Um, you have the diary. So the diary section is where you're going to track your food. So it, in there you have an add food button. So just say you'll see breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. Okay, so let's say you're starting at breakfast. Add, you click add food. Then you'll have an option for scan barcode, a quick add or search food. So if you are having, let's say you're having some Greek yogurt. So you can actually take the Greek yogurt out of your fridge, scan it with your phone, and it will give you the exact calories in that. Now, when you do that, 
you need to look at the number of servings and the serving size that can be adjusted so usually it'll kind of give you a serving size of about 100 grams so just say you're having 150 grams of greek yogurt and the serving size that it gives you there is 100 then you would go 1.5 servings of 100 grams or if sometimes if i like if i wait if i'm trying to track pasta and i've scanned pasta and um, it won't like it won't give me the exact that i want it's giving me the amount for 60 grams and i want to have 100 grams so what i'll do is i will actually change the serving size to one gram and then i'll put a hundred servings of one gram so that you will get the correct calories for the exact amount of grams that you want to have okay so that is easy enough done so you can um you can that can be done with the scanner bar barcode if you just are having something really quick you have a chocolate bar you can see the calories on it and you just you don't want to scan it or you can't scan it or for, for whatever reason you just know how many calories are in you bought something in the shop say you bought something in like, like let's say burrito box and Greystones, for example, they have their calories on the menu and you bought a burrito. You don't know the exact details, but you know that your burrito is 555 calories. So you'll just go quick add 555, enter, and then those calories will go on. There's no nutritional details in it, but it gives you the exact calories. Okay. And then that's quick done. Okay. Um, and the other then is search food, which it might be a lot of what, what you're doing. So with the searching food, um, it might be let's take pasta as an example again so just say you're having 100 grams of pasta so i would always search pasta tesco dry or pasta aldi dry or something like that and the reason why i put in tesco or aldi is in the database you get a lot of the american weights you know there's lots of ounces and pounds and stuff like that and obviously we weigh in grams when we're weighing our food so um it's just it's easier and like dry pasta is fairly generic it's going to be similar calories everywhere but it's just important to, to differentiate between the dried weight or the um cooked weight so you can measure cooked weight if you want that's no problem and that might be easier if you're cooking for family you want to weigh out how much pasta but like 100 grams of dried pasta is going to be way so 100 grams of dried pasta is going to be a decent amount of food which um but if you weigh out 100 grams of cooked pasta it's going to be like fuck all and you're going to need more than that so it, it depends uh, so just getting used to that so it's also really important to mention here that you will need a kitchen scales a digital kitchen scales if possible you usually get them in Lidl or in Aldi and they cost very little like you get one for about probably 12 euro or something like that if you or like if you don't have a digital one you can use it whatever scales you do have but just digital's handier and um if not, you'll definitely get one online fairly cheap. And like, you know, then they just have those little replaceable, you know, the round kind of watch batteries and um, that need to be changed. Like I literally swear by mine. Like if it broke in the morning, I would have to like go out of my way to go and get one. I just couldn't live without it. And it just becomes, so as I'm saying, you'll need to weigh and measure things as you go. It's annoying at first, but it actually becomes second nature. Now I just literally, if I'm making my smoothie in the morning, I throw the cup on, stick the thing on, I'm weighing out everything. It's just part of my, my everyday habit now. And it's great because then you're day in, day out, everyday life, you know where you're at. You know how much calories you're having. And then when you've got a day where you're out and about and you don't really know, or you know you're at an event, it doesn't matter. You don't have to worry about it because you're day in, day out, groundhog day, boring life. You're... Um, you know where you where you stand when it comes to calories and it becomes a habit that is quite easy to um to work with okay so like that's what i said uh, weigh get exact measures yeah perfect so 
what you can do so just for example like i would have a protein smoothie for breakfast so i'd have 50 grams of blueberries i'd throw in then i throw in bring it up to 120 grams with the strawberries so 120 grams of berries all together give it a little rinse bit of water in then i'm adding in a teaspoon of um chia seeds i put in my creatine my protein then i reset the weighing scales i put in 100 grams of greek yogurt and then i get a banana and i put that in on top and uh, so that's what i have for breakfast that protein smoothie so it would be annoying every day to put in chia seeds greek yogurt protein powder but all, all of the ingredients so i did that once and the beauty of this is once you do that once you can save that as a meal so then i just put save as meal and protein smoothie so then i can literally press the three dots on my breakfast there's three dots there and copy it to the next day and copy it to the day after that because another thing if you're finding it overwhelming obviously you want to have a different dinner every day but find a breakfast that works for you find a lunch that works for you or find a few breakfasts a few lunches that work for you and stick with them alternate the few but that you know where you're at so you don't have to worry about not having enough calories for dinner or enough calories for your treats or your snacks that you know what you're having for breakfast so like i literally have a protein smoothie every morning it suits me it fills me i it's nutritious it's full of protein it's got nice it's got lovely fruit in it and i enjoy it so i have it every morning so that, that's literally just copy 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 that's fine it goes in and the same for lunch i tend to have the same lunches the same few lunches so i have them saved as meals and it just makes life so much quicker so much easier straight away so you kind of have to put a bit of work in on the front end but it's worth it long term um yeah so um so breakfast lunch and snacks so even your snacks so when you're tracking so obviously the beauty of tracking calories is that you have the flexibility to include foods you enjoy so when i'm tracking i will make sure that i have enough for two little freddo bars or two little twirl bars or a full one full fill bar whatever i feel like in the evening time or maybe one little bar and a little packet of popcorn whatever it is depending on the day depending on what i'm doing that evening i will always save something for the evening time when i sit down and relax because i enjoy that and if i took that away i'd feel miserable but i enjoy it and i enjoy it in moderation so i will always track my snacks beforehand and i will i'll put them in so that then i'll have my breakfast and my lunch the way i usually have i have my usual snacks and then i can see what's left for dinner and then whatever's left for dinner i will work around that now i am busy i have a big enough family i tend to go with the same 10 recipes or so on rotate when it comes to um to cook and dinners but some people are more creative some people have more time and um, so totally go for it you know get creative with the dinners but don't deprive yourself at dinner time make sure it's well balanced okay with dinners this is going to be annoying at first but so so worth it okay you can save each of your recipes as a recipe so it's actually something you can do in front of the tv the night before you know you can sit down and take it if you have it in a recipe book and um, and you know what books are great is you know this the books like you know trisha's transformation book she has the calories in her meals you know and her recipes are fantastic pinch of nom and um, what's that girl called um gina something or other um i think that's her name i can't remember what's her name oh the daily dish you know um people like that and um, they have fantastic cookbooks out where you're actually given the calories already so if you want you can just quick add them in 
and it just makes your life easier but if you've got recipes like i've got recipe books that i use from or you know at this stage of recipes in my head that i just wrote them into my fitness pal so what you do there is you go into recipes so it's separate to diary you're going down down the bottom again to recipes then you're going to click on meals sorry recipes meals and foods click create a recipe and click input manually okay so you'll literally manually have to put it put it in as a whole recipe all of this so you know whatever it is you know 500 grams of mince one tin of chopped tomatoes so and so on okay putting in all the ingredients and put in like I would like to say it's a bolognese that we're talking about here and um, I would just put in the bolognese not the, the pasta or anything so that you know the actual the meat the sauce all of that and the oil that it's cooked in everything and you know it's it's a meal for four or it's usually a meal for six in my house so then it gives you an option to put in how many servings I would put in the six servings and then save it and then when I'm inputting that in as my dinner so I can go dinner and choose from recipes and I can put that recipe in and I can put one serving and it'll give me that one serving from the portion from the meal that is for six so it's really really handy and then what I'll do is I'll just weigh out my pasta separate and put in 100 grams of dry pasta and because I'd always cook my pasta separate but that's just what works for me but you could put in you know 250 grams 300 grams of cooked pasta whatever it is that you're having and put that in and just and weigh it out after it's cooked that also works perfectly it actually probably makes more sense than what I do but um yeah so that's kind of it, it's tedious at first but it's so worth it and then it really does become significantly easier over time and um, one piece of advice I give when I'm a few pieces of advice which I'll go with um, is first one is I would always recommend tracking the night before so when I'm sitting down and having my tea and my chocolate or whatever and I'm watching my TV program instead of scrolling or you know just take a break from scrolling for a few minutes and I go on to my fitness pal and I calculate what I know what I'm having for dinner the next day I know what's happening the next day and I plan as best as possible so then I wake up the next day ready to start you know what I mean I know what I'm having for breakfast I know what I'm having for lunch I've saved enough for my snacks I know when I'm planning on having them and I know what I'm having for dinner then if things don't go according to plan I can make a better choice so if I'm out and I suddenly end up in Starbucks or somewhere like that and I, there's a muffin that I really want I'm not going to just impulsively have that muffin I'm going to make a choice I'm going to be like you know what I really want that muffin but you, you know where you stand with it you can make that decision guilt-free rather than an impulse oh my god that was 600 calories now I don't have enough calories for dinner I'm going to end up over today and you're kind of setting yourself up for failure that way whereas at least you're making a conscious decision to have something and you might decide you don't actually want it you're like you know what I'm, I'm meeting a friend for coffee I'll just bring something with me you know at least you ha you have the power if you're organized you know what you're having for dinner it's, you're less likely to make an impulse um takeaway decision it's just going to be, to be make things that little bit easier for yourself it doesn't ha you don't have to be rigid make sure you're flexible enough that things will change but you can adjust that day as you go along you have it in your phone and just adjust as you go and that's totally fine but it just definitely definitely makes things so much easier for yourself um okay the other thing is don't forget things like milk in tea um butter oils that you cook with yeah people forget to, to measure the oil so when what i do with it with a dinner is like you know please stop using fry light because the oil that you're actually using cooking can be counted as part of your healthy fats that you're eating okay so i would say like use rapeseed oil or olive oil and i would um 
I measure out a tablespoon. So I actually have a tablespoon and I'll pour a tablespoon into the dinner. And then I know that tablespoon is like, and think about it, that's been divided among the whole family. So a quarter of a tablespoon isn't even a teaspoon. So it's only a, a little bit of healthy fat. You might have a little bit more in your meal then as well. Um, but definitely no need for fry light. Um, you need to be getting enough fat in your um, diet anyway for other reasons, which I've mentioned before and I'm sure I will mention again. Um, but we won't go down that road right now. So, But all those little bits add up. When it comes to, like I drink quite a bit of tea. So like one way people do it is like they might just measure out 100 mils of milk and just have it in their fridge. Now that's a little bit extreme, but it works for some people. I would just in general, I, I, don't, I don't measure it anymore myself. But I, for a while, for a good while starting out, I'd have made my cup of tea, stuck my tea on my weighing scales and poured the milk in. And I see that I, the way, you know, the way you always have the same kind of amount of milk in your tea or coffee. And I would, um, I would always end up having about 30 or 40 mils. So I just know that. So I'll just track 30 mils of milk. There's no calories in tea, nothing we're tracking. So literally 30 mils of milk per cup of tea is kind of the way I go. But yeah with your butter on your bread and your toast you gotta you gotta weigh that because you would be surprised how small five grams is um so just figure out how much you need with stuff like that um and you know you can make things easier for yourself like if you don't want to to be wasting calories on sugar in tea and a coffee and if you really need to sweeten it then maybe look into to sweeteners for that you know for the the tiny little bit that you're having um like you go low fat mayonnaise and make a huge difference things like that you know you're eating healthy whole foods so if you want to help yourself out by you know lowering the calories in the condiments that you're using then like that's probably a smart way to go um and definitely you know drinking calories keep an eye out for like fruit juices and everything are great like and they're you know plenty of vitamins in them but just weigh and measure because you know the, the calories add up and like the likes of fizzy drinks and stuff if you really need to have a fizzy drink um, which I do enjoy I love a coke zero I would say you go with a zero or a diet drink um, and try not try and just reduce that you know have it like I would only ever if I was having a fizzy drink have it once a day um, with my dinner is, is when I like to have it but yeah not to be drinking them all throughout the day because remember you want to try and be getting your hydration in um, oh yes another thing then is when you're tracking calories or when you're putting the, the recipes in you don't need to count your non-starchy vegetables okay and i will tell you why in a minute so your non-starchy vegetables are the vegetables that have fecal calories in them anyway so you're talking spinach onions peppers carrots um onions peppers carrots cucumbers tomatoes things like that so proper whole vegetables okay um you don't need to bother counting the calories in those okay the cat the types of vegetables you do need to count calories in would be the likes of um potatoes sweet potatoes turnip um mainly potatoes and sweet potatoes that people would try and get away with um because a parsnip as well would be another one actually turnip is probably okay take back turnip we're talking potatoes sweet potatoes and parsnip is what i meant to say so they they'd be a little bit starchier and higher in calories so they would be ones that you would need to, to weigh and measure and count but i would say when it comes to non-starchy vegetables um there's no there's no need to, if you really want to you can but what i find and you do need to track your fruit because fruit actually has more calories in it than you think it doesn't mean you shouldn't eat it you should definitely eat fruit because it's so good for you but um to just be aware that to be tracking the calories in it when it comes to the non-starchy veg what i find is people will when they're tracking their calories and they're saving the bit for their their chocolate bar or whatever it is that they're looking forward to 
they're like oh i need to cut calories from somewhere where are you going to cut them from you're going to try and cut them from your vegetables i want you to eat more vegetables like as much as you can fill your plate full of, of those non-starchy vegetables so i just find you're you're more inclined to eat more vegetables which is going to make you feel fuller which is going to make you less likely to, to snack and you're going to just give yourself more energy which is going to help with motivation to keep going so as much non-starchy vegetables as you can don't need to count um okay so calorie counting does bring fantastic flexibility to include all the foods you enjoy okay so that you can you know if there is an unexpected trip to mcdonald's it's manageable so which is the great thing about it but without the basics it's almost impossible to stick to okay so it's really really important to remember that the reason why a lot of people fail with calorie counting is they don't have those basic habits in place they don't have their sleep they're not eating whole foods they're not getting any movement in they're not drinking enough water and they're not organized so try get those basic habits in place and you need to get a good balance of healthy whole foods so we're talking protein carbohydrates and fats plenty of veg to make sticking to your calories easier okay so like it is just it's going to be so 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 much easier to stick to your calories if you're actually full and nourished okay don't be afraid to come in and out of sorry i need to turn my little page again don't be afraid to come in and out Oh my god! Yeah, don't be afraid to come in and out of um, calorie counting, but do give it a chance. It takes a while to get used to, um, and definitely, definitely worthwhile. Um, okay, so before I finish up, I think that's all I have to say in calorie counting. And always DM me any questions. I'm always happy to help. So please do um, connect with me and um, let me know if you have any questions on that. Um, I also just, I'm really, really excited to announce, I will be finishing up now in a minute, but really, really excited to announce that I am going to be starting one-to-one online personal training, okay? So this will be a completely personalized experience. So at the, I will be continuing with my online Nourish, Move and Shine programs every six weeks. I take people, um, and that's group coaching, um, which is also a fantastic experience, but this is going to be one-to-one um online personal training so what i'm just going <coughs> sorry excuse me i'll take some water what i'm going to do is go bring you through exactly what that entails okay so um when you sign up <coughs> my voice is going you um will fill in an application form once you have that application form filled in um, we will schedule a call and we'll have a chat just to get to know each other and review your form okay and just kind of get an idea of goals and everything and um, after that i go and i will create your own personalized nutrition and training program so there's no meal plans i don't believe in them you will be building your own meals but i will have everything personalized to your likes dislikes and um, your workouts will be very much tailored towards your goals your capabilities any injuries that you have and um yeah that and well, what was i gonna say yeah your training program then will either be at home workouts or it will be gym-based workouts whatever um you prefer um so that's what i will do first of all and then on the on day one when you're starting we will have a zoom call uh, for your program run through so we'll go through exactly 
uh, we go through exactly everything that you need to do your your pro how your program works how to do the movements everything any questions you have and then off you go you work away yourself all week and i will always be available daily through text message and um, we will have a set day for check-in so you'll have a check-in form the day before you'll fill in the check-in form you'll do your measurements and your photos and then we will have our check-in zoom call once a week and that will always be a day or a time that suits you best it suits both of us and it will be daily that will be the most important part of the process that you cannot miss your check-in calls if you can't make it we have to reschedule but every week we need to have a check-in and in the call we'll review the form from that week your check-in form we'll discuss your photos and measurements we'll go through your workouts anything you're finding difficult anything you're struggling with any problems you're encountering in your nutrition in your habits anything you're finding hard we'll tweak it each week and change it as necessary so you're, it's a really hands-on approach and you have me basically at your service all the time which is fantastic um, and then off you go for the following week with a fresh focus and we do that week to week so um, I'm really really excited to work with people in this capacity so um, it's going to be 199 euro per month okay so it's monthly payments 199 we go month to month you can stick with it as long as you like um, and if you would like more information on it do contact me through my Instagram that's probably the best place or um, through email but you can connect with me on Instagram Facebook or TikTok at Kate Hamilton Health and my email is katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com so I'm really excited to hear from some people about this and again if you have any questions on anything I talked about today or if you enjoyed it please do share tag me in your posts uh, share with your friends and I will catch you all next week <laughs>